It's Tuesday, February 21, 2017. At the end of the day, this is about protecting public health. It's the Environmental Protection Agency. What to expect for the EPA following the rushed confirmation of EPA enemy Scott Pruitt. We've learned he was airlifted from the scene just minutes after he caught fire this morning. Three fossil fuel explosions in two weeks. Alaska officials say they can't shut off leaking natural gas pipeline. Plus, the Midwest sets a U.S. wind energy record. All of that breaking wind news and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The new head of the APA is completely in the tank with the oil and the coal. That's how Republicans work with Donald Trump. While you're watching the clown screw the pony, they're breaking into your car. Yep, this is your Green News Report. Just remember that. Okay, Dizzy Doyen, boy, the U.S. Senate was really in a hurry to confirm Scott Pruitt to head the EPA, weren't they? Yep. The ayes are 52, the nays are 46. The nomination is confirmed. And now it's a rough road ahead for the Environmental Protection Agency and the future health and safety of all American citizens now that the U.S. Senate has confirmed Oklahoma Attorney General Scott Pruitt to head the Environmental Protection Agency. For the record, Susan Collins of Maine was the sole Republican to vote against Pruitt. Two Democrats voted with the Republicans, Joe Manchin of the Cole State of West Virginia and Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota. Both are up for re-election in 2018. Senate Republicans rushed the vote despite a federal judge's ruling the day before for Pruitt's office to release emails he exchanged with oil industry executives while serving as Oklahoma's attorney general, emails that Pruitt had withheld for two years. And if they're anything like the ones we saw before that he simply copied and pasted from oil executives and sent to the White House... Uh, there could be a lot of disturbing stuff in those emails. But it won't have any effect on his confirmation. Yes, God forbid we should wait to know who we're actually confirming first. The Washington Post quotes anonymous administration sources saying that within the next few weeks, President Trump will issue executive orders to roll back President Obama's climate and water rules and lift a moratorium on federal coal leasing. Pruitt said his priority will be to withdraw both Obama's landmark clean power plan that limits carbon emissions from the nation's power plants and the waters of the United States rule that would have reduced industrial and farm waste dumping into the nation's drinking water supplies. So who exactly is the Environmental Protection Agency now protecting? Good question. Congressional Republicans have pledged to help Trump and Pruitt slash the EPA's budget. In an interview with PBS NewsHour, Jeremy Simons of the Environmental Defense Fund said such draconian cuts could severely damage the EPA's core mission of protecting public health. I mean, we're talking about gutting core capacities like enforcement, like science, the health um, studies that need to happen to make sure that pollution uh, is controlled. So we're worried about enforcement, like what he did in Oklahoma. We're worried about interfering with science. Frankly, the EPA may be a victim of its own success in cleaning up the air and water. Most Americans don't know just how awful pollution was in the United States before the EPA was established by Republican President Richard Nixon in 1970. Rivers were on fire 
fire from industrial waste, raw sewage in drinking water supplies, air pollution as bad as Beijing, China's is today. Meanwhile, over just the last two weeks, three new major fossil fuel explosions in the United States. In Louisiana, one worker was killed in a natural gas pipeline explosion on February 9th that also injured two other workers. It took nearly five days to extinguish that fire, with no cause yet determined. In Texas, an explosion from a natural gas pipeline on Wednesday near Corpus Christi shook homes 60 miles away. No injuries were reported. The very next day in Oklahoma, an oil-fueled worker was airlifted to hospital with severe burns after an oil well head exploded and ignited three other wells. The cause for that explosion is also under investigation. Is that Scott Pruitt's Oklahoma? It certainly is. Meanwhile, in Alaska, no explosion yet, but fishing boats have been ordered to stay far away to avoid sparking one from an offshore natural gas pipeline that's been leaking for nearly two weeks in Alaska's Cook Inlet, impacting the feeding grounds of the endangered Cook Inlet beluga whale. Sea ice is preventing divers from reaching the pipeline to Mm. shut it down. Mm. Finally, wind energy set a new record in the United States. On February 12th, wind energy provided the majority of electricity for 14 states, served by the regional electric power grid, which runs power lines from North Dakota to Texas. For the first time ever in the United States, wind supplied 52 percent of that grid's electricity reliably without any issues. No wind explosions? Nope. No wind spills? Nope. Well, then, let's keep building more oil pipelines. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. My thanks to those of you who stopped by bradblog.com slash donate to help Desi and I celebrate our eighth anniversary of the Green News Report as we head into a very uncertain ninth year. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your... Green News Report. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind.